Welcome to episode 69 of our Run Club, the podcast. Yeah, we're getting up there. Dude, almost 70. Almost 70. Holy craziness. Um, what I want our listeners to do, though, today. Yes. I'm going to relax. To relax. Kick off your shoes. Kick off your shoes. Pull off your socks. Pull off your socks. Okay. Because we're talking barefoot running today. We're talking barefoot running? Yeah. Is there a such thing? I believe there is. Okay. You can okay. run without shoes on. You can. I've done it before. I've done it on beaches and stuff. But I don't think I've done it like, well, you know, to go out for a run, like for exercise or anything. I've just did it like, or maybe as a kid, just running around in right. the backyard. Yeah. I used to run around bare feet all the time. Me too, man. Yeah. When I was a kid, it felt kind of natural. It feels good. It does. Grass between your toes. Yes, so maybe a little squishy mud sometimes. Oh, it's just, oh. Uh. feels great. <laughs> um, but before we get into the whole barefoot running thing, okay. Um, how the heck are you, man? Good, good. Um, cannot complain. I'm healthy. Knock on wood. Um, running's going well. I had a good week of running. You know, I wouldn't say I'm breaking any records in distance, but um, or speed, but it's consistent, right? Consistency. I'm breaking. Speed, man. I'm breaking consistency records. <laughs> well, I guess. That's good. I don't know. That's good. Do you have like a run running streak going, or are you? Just I like... no, I don't. I actually, you know, I I had one day that I took last week. Um, I just had tons of stuff going on. I couldn't squeeze one in, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a streak or anything like that. But how about you? Eh, hey, you know, good. Not too bad. Weather's been, eh, you know, kind of humid. Kind of humid. Kind of humid, a little rainy here and there, a little, you know, thunderclappers every once in a while. That's I don't true. like to hear thunderclappers when I'm out on a run. No, I get a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, I you know, nervous. I mean, I, more than likely I won't get struck, but if people get struck by lightning sometimes, so, you know. That happens. It, it doesn't does. happen often. It doesn't happen often. But it can happen. Right, I just feel a little vulnerable, like, you know, should I, you know, hide somewhere? Or do you hide? Maybe you should. You know? Under a, I don't know. You can't hide under an umbrella. Don't hide under an umbrella or a tree. Or a tree. Um, in oh, the, the doorway door. maybe, but the doorway that, yeah. maybe like a rubber orb that you find <laughs> out on the run. Those, those thunder orbs them. that they put out there for people during the season. So. Yeah, hide <laughs> under a thunder orb. Why? No, I mean, it's it is what it is. But I had that the other day. I was gonna go for a run. Yeah. And it was. Thunderstorming, and I was like, nah. And it delayed, yeah. Yeah, so I, had to, I had to push it to later. Push it off, yeah. Yeah, which was kind of annoying, but you know, yeah. better safe than sorry, right? Do you like running in rain? When it rains, when it comes down hard? It depends. Yeah. On like the temperature. Yep. I like a, I like a rain when it's a hot, humid day and it cools everything down. Yeah. But I do not like a rain on like a cold, wintry day. You know, that's one tough. that's like that's almost a snow, but not quite. And it just, just chills you to the bone. Soaks you right to the bone. To the bone, right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. I don't mind running in a little bit of rain. Sometimes when you get those torrential downpours and you're just like slopping wet, that's kind of rough. Mm, yeah, I don't like that. You know, your shoes, everything. I like a nice mist. A little nice, nice little mist. A nice little mist. A little drizzle. Yeah, a drizzle. So. No, so, it's, been, it's been a good week, I can't complain. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither, man. So, I've been getting out there. I got a few uh, solid runs. You know what I did today? Went for a run. 
Yeah. Got some grocery shopping done right in the middle of the run. In the middle of the run? In the middle of the run. What did you do, run with bags? I see people in the city doing that. We had the Running stroller. With the bags. We had the little stroller. Nice. So we had to grab, a, we got some bread, got some milk. Yeah. I thought maybe some, you just got on that gadget watch, you know, the inspector gadget watch and maybe place an order and it arrived and you got back. <laughs> no, you actually we actually went, physically went shopping. to the cool. grocery store, which was kind of fun. Yeah. It was nice to like... Uh, that's cool. We multitask a little bit. Good. Sometimes you have to do that, but you know, when you have, yeah, not a lot of time. Right. Yeah. So we jammed in that little grocery shopping. Uh, but yeah, I think I ran pretty much every day this week. Good for you. I think it was nice. consistent, consistent, consistent. Right on. And you know what I did? I wore shoes when I ran. You did wear shoes. Yeah. Okay. Every you didn't time. Do any barefoot. Maybe. Every time I go running, I wear shoes. Me too. Yeah. You know, um, but there is this thing called barefoot running or, or minimalist running, I guess. You know, there's, there's some people who run in bare feet yep. and some people who are minimalist runners. That's true. They wear shoes with, say, a really low heel drop or no right. heel drop, uh, less cushion or very not, not very much cushion. Right, right. Um, so I should mention our topic today is brought to you by the one and only Junior, Junior. Waterbury. Yep. So can we play like a little clip? Yeah. And then you'll hear him ask his question, okay. and then we'll get right into the barefoot running thing. Sounds good. Okay, so I'm listening to a book. This is Junior again. Listen to a book called uh, Born to Run, and they're talking about running barefoot mainly. That's not really the main point of the book, but they there's a big s section of it. And I wonder if you guys had any, any kind of um, thoughts about this, because... Like they they referenced study a study that they did of a bunch of uh, people running marathons and they said basically the people who had shoes that cost more than ninety dollars were twice as likely to get injured as people using shoes under forty dollars and I thought that was kind of interesting anyway I'm just curious as to uh, uh, what you guys think especially since you guys work in a shoe store I think I kind of know where you are on this but I didn't know if you had heard anything about this kind of stuff. All right, we're back. We're back. Thanks for that wonderful question there, Junior. That was a good one, Junior. And we're talking barefoot running. And as two gentlemen who work at a place that sells shoes, <laughs> you would think we'd have the uh, viewpoint of get the most expensive, biggest shoe you possibly can. Is that your perspective, Ray? It's not my perspective. Sometimes the biggest, most expensive shoe is not always the right answer, or you know, uh, mm -hmm. or always doesn't always solve the problem. Right. Um, you know, it's still, you know, it's, you go with a shoe based on your gait, mm -hmm. your foot shape, and what feels natural for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Biggest and best and most expensive is not always the answer. Right. We do get a lot of customers who come in and ask about that, though. Like, what's your most expensive shoe? It's got to be the best one. Yeah. And we kind of have to sometimes talk them out of it, yeah. which, uh, you know, sounds silly sometimes, but yeah. you can't just fix the problem by throwing dollars at it yeah when exactly it comes to running you know no, no, no. um i mean you gotta spend some money you do get what you pay for with running shoes yeah. um but uh you can go overboard with that you know they gotta run shoes for like 200 bucks that are ridiculous yeah. um right right anyway barefoot running i think is um in my opinion, a good tool for people, but I don't, I don't like to do it every day, and I don't see a ton of people doing it every day. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I um, first of all, I've, I have to just preface this by saying that I'm certainly not an authority on any of this. Um, you know, I'm barefoot running, minimalist running. Um, so I'm just chatting about it. My disclaimer yeah. is. You know, I'm we're just no, a guy chatting about right. it. We're guys chatting about it. We're not scientists, it. Yeah. you know? We're, we're not, not scientists. In the labs, performing um, any experiments. Right. Uh, and I'm not an engineer. Um, but, um, you know, it's an interesting thing. You know, there are people out there running without shoes. Right. Um, there are people out there who run the majority of their runs without shoes. Some people just use it as a tool, like you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, I'm impressed with somebody who can go out there and do it. I know a gentleman right here in Providence who he runs on the pavement <laughs> he's out there on concrete he's out there in tar and he's doing it and I don't know how he does it he you must be it, man. very he must have very you know um, very strong feet but he also must have really really good technique you know right right totally. uh, it's technique is important I think that's why people do barefoot running you know yeah. to help with their running form strengthen yep. everything up yeah um, and I think that strengthening of like you know your ankles, your calves, your um, your arch, your foot muscles. I think that is one of the reasons why I look at it as like a tool okay. to make you a better runner. Um, All right. Because I think a lot of folks would like it makes sense, right, to do some barefoot running because we're humans and we were born. Uh, born, I was going to say born to run. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew you were going to, and I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I was going to start singing, uh, well, now I'm going to start singing Bruce Springsteen. Oh, right. Maybe we're yeah. born to run. And I won't do that to people out there. I won't do it to our listeners. Oh, man. I was looking forward to that. Or maybe later, you know, <laughs> when we're not recording. We'll fade, maybe we can fade out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, so I feel like, you know, humans way back in the day, there weren't any shoes, right? Right. So they kind of had to run with no shoes on because yep. there weren't any shoes yet. Sure. And so I think the idea behind the whole barefoot running trend, craze, idea, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. is to go back to that, you know? Yeah. We're all, we built up these shoes and we built up a more sedentary lifestyle. Um, and so just okay, we're just trying to get back to what we were, you know? Trying to get back to nature. I mean, for some people who run barefooted or with less cushion in their shoes, um, they like the they like it. I mean, it feels comfortable, feels natural. Mm -hmm. The whole idea is to have more in, a more natural gait. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. You know, people really like the, the sensation, the feeling of that. Mm -hmm. um, and that whole being connected to the ground, yep. whatever surface you're running on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of times the uh, shoes get so built up that they kind of force you to run a certain way in some right. respects. I I mean, personally, I don't, I feel like I can run the correct way in whatever shoe I put on, but I think some yeah. people, um, but that's probably just because I've been running for like 20 years or whatever, right. but I think right. some folks will need a shoe to kind of help out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but shoes are built up a little bit in the heel. They're typically a little bit higher in the heel versus the forefoot. Okay. So tends to kind of promote more of a heel strike, like on the outside of the heel, which used to be kind of the thing, right? Back in the day, they used to talk about heel-toe running, yes. you know? Yeah. Striking on the heel. I still hear people talking about that. 
right. you know, heel to toe, or just refer making reference to it. Right. You know, uh, people talk about that like way back in the day. This is what we were taught to yeah, do. Our coaches to told us to heel do that. to yeah. toe. Yeah, heel to toe. And then at some point it changed, and uh, there was the whole like four foot running thing. Remember yeah. like the chi running deal? Yes. Which is more up on your toes. Getting up on I your believe. toes. I think a shorter, um, shorter strides. Shorter stride. Right. Stride. right? Yep. Um, higher cadence. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So there's that. But so the whole idea behind barefoot running or minimal running and and. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just doubting it again. I'm not an expert on this. Mm -hmm. The whole idea is to have a more natural gait, mm -hmm. to be able to land on your midfoot. Yeah. Right. So um, if you're barefooted, or if with if you're in a minimalist shoe, you have a lower heel drop. Yeah. Does that set you up more of a yeah? Set you up strike? more midfoot strike. Which okay. Which is a more efficient way of absorbing shock. Is that it? Correct. Okay. Yeah, because when you tend to strike on the outside of your heel, yes. Then what'll happen is your leg tends to be kind of locked or extended, and then that shot goes right up your leg, and it usually culminates in the joint, so ankle joints, knee joints, hip joints, and that's where a lot of runners get their injuries. injuries okay. So the barefoot running thing is kind of a way to get you to land a little bit more midfoot, mm -hmm. get that arch to collapse, when you land with your midfoot underneath your hips, your knee tends to be slightly bent. That knee bend helps absorb shock as well. You're not locked up. Um, and it doesn't force you to like stop yourself before you go forward. Okay. So Interesting. There's a lot going on. There's definitely a lot going on. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think the, the barefoot, like, I was saying, I like it as a tool. I think the way to get to midfoot is you don't necessarily have to not wear shoes to do it. Okay. I think the cadence thing is the key to get to that midfoot strike. Okay. Which will help relieve some of those joint injuries and things. All right. But again, I'm not a scientist. Right. Okay. But what you're talking about is maybe short, like a shorter strides. Shorter, quicker strides. Right, quicker strides. Yep. Um, okay. Ideally, 180 steps per minute. 180 steps per minute. According to Landing you. on your midfoot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Landing on your midfoot, and then landing with that, it kind of forces you to land with that foot underneath your hips, yep. which is um, also key because you're not reaching out in front of you. If you're running, if your cadence is too slow, you tend to reach, yep. and then that's when you strike on that heel, on that's heel. when that leg's locked, that's when it breaks you, and then you have to like get going. Okay, cool. So if you use it, uh, barefoot running or minimalist running as a tool, mm -hmm. you could talk about strengthening your feet, mm -hmm. um, nailing down a certain form. Yep. Okay. Yep, nailing it Neat. down. And then I think because you feel the ground a little bit more, you can be more cognizant of that cadence that you're doing. You could you also know? regulate where you're landing. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit better because you have a little more sensation or feeling for you right. know what's right, and you can um, transition and push off maybe, mm -hmm. and just know exactly where what points on your feet you can push off from. Right. Um, okay. Right. I think so. I yeah. think it just gives yeah. you it's more. That's kind of cool a, to think of. Yeah. Like a sensation, you can feel yeah. it a bit more. Yeah. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it, and the more comfortable you're going to feel with it, and uh, and that'll become 
um, you know, flawless, smooth, right. fluid, and okay. Neat. Cool. We're going to take a break. All right, let's take a break. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. We'll, we'll talk a little, more. a little bit more about this barefoot running thing. We're back. We baby. are back. We're back. Back with a vengeance. Yes, sir. And we're talking barefoot running. I had a, a question yeah. for you. Okay. Um, so we work at a running store, right? We have a lot of different shoe companies, shoe brands. They use different materials, fit, all that stuff. What are some of the ways that different shoes will help with that transition to barefoot running if you want to go about it? Um, well, maybe something that isn't stacked up with a lot of cushion, you know, a little less cushion. Um, and maybe something with a lower heel drop, mm -hmm. right? Um, the lower the heel drop tends to kind of set you up again for that midfoot. Right. So if you have a higher heel drop, it kind of... What's like a traditional heel drop in like a shoe, if I were to go and just buy one off the rack? Typically, maybe 10 to 12-ish. Okay. Yeah. Um... And so, then some of the lower ones will be what? Five, four or five-ish. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So it just kind of sets you up more for that midfoot strike. Yeah. Yep. They'll also tend to be like a little bit more flexible too. A little more flex like, for sure. A little more flexible. Um, they're going to be very lightweight, right? Even when you're talking barefoot, I mean barefoot, obviously, you know, you're not wearing any shoe at all. But if you're going to wear something like a minimalist shoe, they're, they're really lighter in weight. Mm -hmm. Right, you know, um, as light as possible. So right, yeah. And uh, some of them are like a bit like firmer than others, right? So you can kind of feel the ground a bit more. Yeah. But yep. what's nice about these types of shoes is you're not jumping right into the barefoot running thing. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times with barefoot running, the injuries pop up because you go a little too quickly. Yeah. And I think if yes. I remember correctly. Back in the day when those Vibram five-fingered shoes came out, right. where that was like the minimalist trend was at its peak. Right. People are buying running shoes with little toesies in them, right. no cushioning. And I think one of the things that ended up kind of nipping them in the bud a little bit was they were promoting it as like an injury prevention tool. Yeah. And I think what ended up happening was a lot of people looked at like, oh, I have all these chronic running injuries yeah. and I'm going to throw these barefoot shoes on and I'm going to fix everything. Go. Yeah. Right. I'm going to run my 10 miler in these suckers yeah. and I'm going to feel great. Yeah. Next thing you know, their plantar fasciitis is firing up. Right. Achilles is snapping all across the country. Right. So what, I mean, I think, um, what I know about that type of running is that, you know, it, it it's really, it's important to have the technique down. Yes. Form, form a technique, and it's not something that you just want to switch up to and Bingo. go ahead and do tons of miles without, you know, properly transitioning yourself to it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not used to running with a lower heel drop, if you're not used to running with less cushion or certain uh, certain form, mm -hmm. you know, you you could be if you're not careful, right? You know, you could be. You know, setting yourself up for you know an injury right and so i think that's what kind of sometimes 
you know, can happen or has happened to a lot of people. When I talk to people who say that they got into minimalist running or barefoot running and they got injured, mm -hmm. um, and some people, it was a process for them that took a long time, yeah. and they were fine. They tr it took a long time for them to get to where they wanted to be, mm -hmm. and they got there, and they love it, you know, right. and, and, and they keep doing it, and they promote it. So mm -hmm. it's, I guess, what I hear is it's something that you just have to be careful, go slow, be careful, man. take your time. It is a process. Mm -hmm. It takes work. And it takes you know? work. And it could be a process where it's six months, it could be a year. Yeah. Depending on your biomechanics and things, yeah. it's gonna be uh, something you gotta commit to for like the long haul. If you wanna do it. Right. If right. you wanna do it. If you wanna do it. That's yeah. the thing. If you have a desire to do it, you know, if you're fascinated by processes, processes, mm -hmm. uh, if you're, you know, um, maybe a purist at heart, yep. go for it, you know. Um, I mean, you might find that some folks might find that they like to wear shoes with cushion and maybe art support, but they might choose to go barefoot or minimalist as a tool yeah. to help strengthen their feet, um, to help work through certain injuries or work through, you know, um, deficits in their form perhaps. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And what I think is interesting is there's a wide spectrum, you know? So you've got people who don't wear any shoes. Right. Then you've got people who are rocking pontoon boats on their feet. <laughs> yeah. Like some hokas <laughs> yeah. wow. that are super chunky and like super built up. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is how the pendulum kind of swings with trends. Yeah. So like we had that minimalist trend maybe like, what do you think, like five, six years ago? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah. And then hoka became a thing. Right. And there's a ton of cushioning under your foot. And then every brand is chasing that trend. Yeah. And so I think for me personally, the truth is right in the middle there. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere yeah. in the middle. The truth is in the middle. Uh, the answer is in the middle. And I think really when it comes down to it, it is a, it's an experiment of one. Right. Yeah, try things. If you want to try it, yeah. go for it. Try it, you go know? for it. But the thing is, is when you try these things, go cautiously. Be I'm not saying, I, yeah, be, you have to be patient, be cautious. You know, um, ease into it. Right. If you want a tip, no more than 10% of your weekly mileage for the first few weeks. Right. If you run 20 miles a week, two miles in a barefoot shoe the whole week. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And then you can increase very, very gradually. Yeah. Take your time, ease into it, and have fun with it too. You know, it's... Have fun with it. You know, you're barefoot. Run to the beach yeah. and then run in the ocean. You know what I've done before, um, and it helped. Um, running on gr grass, grass uh, is great. a turf field is really nice because it's soft and it's cushiony mm -hmm. for me. Um, you know, um, I've done some like you know shorter distances on those surfaces, and it was nice. Right, you know? helped out. Get on the soft, soft stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. And right. it, yeah, changes it up a little bit. Something different. Something different to try. And, Definitely. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us runners, we gotta mix it up. Gotta mix it up. You gotta mix it up because it gets to. redundant. It does. And so it's we've talked about changing it up, doing mm -hmm. different things that you maybe normally wouldn't do, taking different routes, going different distances. Yeah. Um, so And you mixing up your footwear is a great way to do that too. Like I've got some shoes that I wear for super long runs and then yeah. I've got some shoes that I wear for up tempo stuff. And right. I've got some shoes that I wear for like everyday runs. One of the benefits of working at a running store is yes. having multiple shoes to choose from. Yeah. I know that's not an option for a lot of folks, mm -hmm. but you can mix it up a little bit. 
Um, and if you get on grass, do a couple of laps without shoes on and see how that yeah, feels. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pick up the pace if you want to, too, when you're, you know, doing that. Do some wind sprints. Do some wind sprints. The shuttle runs, man. <laughs> shuttle runs. Get out there and do right. some shuttle runs. <laughs> oh, goodness. On that note, <laughs> thank God. We got to end this, yeah. On we got to end it. We got to end it, but uh, short and sweet, you know, uh, yeah. it's kind of a neat topic. Great. And it's, um, there's some fascinating aspects to uh, barefoot and minimalist running, and uh, mm -hmm. it's fun to delve into it. You yeah, know? you can really get kind of lost in the weeds there. You can go down the rabbit hole with the barefoot running. Oh, thing, yeah, yeah. You know? um, luckily, we only had 20-something minutes to talk about <laughs> it, so we didn't get too far down the rabbit hole. Someone grabbed our ankle before we got too far. <laughs> exactly. So, responsibility, you know. Right. Uh, but thank you all for listening. Thanks all. Thank you all for listening, folks. And Junior, thanks for that really insightful question. And uh, you know, we'll be in touch soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, keep running, folks, because it's good for you.